Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ago, we took you on a magical journey under the sea. Last year, we took you to a place where a beautiful girl looked into the heart of the beast and found the man of her dreams. Now, come with us and enter a whole new world beyond your imagination, where a boy discovers a magic lamp and a genie who can make all his dreams come true. Will give you such a crick in the neck. Whoa! Whoa! So what'll it be, Master? I must have hit my head harder than I thought. Walt Disney Pictures presents Aladdin. You're a genie. Right, he can be taught. You never feel like me. Welcome to Rewatchability. It's the podcast where we rewatch old movies and see how they hold up today in the modern eye. Maybe they've changed. Maybe they're exactly the same, but being <laughs> trotted out for a new occasion. They might be being rebooted. Who knows? That's right. But before we get into that, first of all, we want to thank our Patreons. Those are the people who give us a little bit of money every day, a little bit of treasure. Yeah, salt and treasure. You know, help fulfill our wishes. Yeah, you're our diamond in the rough, so to speak. So yeah. Thank you so much. For- and if you give us... A little bit of money. We give you the podcast early, yep. ad-free. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and some, you know, bonus content here and there. That's right. Yeah. So today, we are going to talk about Aladdin. And this is a very pertinent movie at this particular moment for some reason. <laughs> well, I think it says a lot about society, It right? says a lot and about, about society. Where we're at politically. The Middle East oh, policy. Don't even get we me We might be going that. to war in Iran, so... <laughs> You know, Aladdin could be very relevant at this moment. (laughs) No, you're talking about the new reboot, the new Disney live-action reboot. Disney's, like, hoovering all their old stuff out of the, the, you know... Vault? Vault, there we go. No, I hadn't heard of that. You hadn't hadn't heard of the big blue Will Smith? No, I'd heard about it. I just sort of tried to put it out of my memory. We are talking about this because it is... The new Aladdin movie coming out. It's a big deal. Mm -hmm. Yes, Will Smith is the star. We have a a local person playing Aladdin, Nina Masood. Yeah, Greater Toronto Area Boy. Greater Toronto (laughs) Area Boy. We take it. Yeah, we'll take it. We take it all here. Yeah. I saw him at the Raps game the other night. Well, like on TV, he was at the Raps game. I wasn't at the Raps game. Anyway, it's great. Canadian it's in the in the in the movie. That's, that's yeah. Awesome. So, what better time to talk about Aladdin? Exactly. I kind of can't believe that we hadn't talked about Aladdin up to this point because yeah. it was a huge movie when we were growing up. It was a huge movie for me. Blaine, when was the first time that you saw Aladdin? Aladdin. It was such a huge movie that I think it feels timeless. Like it's existed forever. It's like such a classic story, and I loved it when I was a kid. It was one of those. Interesting. <laughs> tell me more. It was one of those movies that I just really like. Felt I loved Aladdin so much, and uh, the character of Aladdin. And I, you know, we we both grew up pretty, you know, poverty line, street rat. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I felt a little street ratish. I felt a little uh, a little urchin ish. Right. And seeing Aladdin make good and become someone in the world, I was like, that'll be me someday. I'll be Aladdin. How disappointing. And then my mom turned off the television and said, go back to mopping. <laughs> no. Wow. Yeah, no, I was better than that. <laughs> when did you first see this movie? 
Yeah, I saw it when it came out. I don't think I saw it in the theaters, mm-hmm. but I think it was such a huge hit that it became ubiquitous after that. I remember watching it in school on like indoor recesses when it was too cold to go outside. Right, when the teacher was like, I just want to like <laughs> check out, yeah. sneak out the back door here. But also, we must have had a copy in the clamshell. Oh, yeah. Because I've seen it a lot. Yeah, Disney wanted to be the most important video on your shelf, so they had these huge clamshell cases. Yeah. Like, no, we're going to take up all the room. Well, it kind of (laughs) worked. It did. You know, this movie's crap, but the clamshell. Yeah. (laughs) You can transport other things in that. (laughs) Other video cassettes. You you can keep food cold in it. Yeah. amazing. But I loved Aladdin like you. I was there for at least the first sequel. I played Mm -hmm. the video games. And this was in the middle of the Disney renaissance. Right, yeah. So we'd already had Little Mermaid. Beauty and the Beast. We'd already had Beauty and the Beast. Mm -hmm. Lion King was still to come, but Aladdin was paving the way with its integration of CG and traditional animation. Yeah, yeah, all throughout the Chamber of Treasures and stuff is all CG. Yeah. Yeah. And and so I, I loved Aladdin. Like, no yeah. question about it. It was a great movie. It was one of the highlights of Disney animation. Now, did you love Robin Williams in it? Because I think that's the only, like, besides the Street Rat stuff, that's the only reason I loved this movie was Robin Williams was this movie. Yeah. I mean, he, he's a big part of it. Yeah. His, he brings all the energy and charisma mm-hmm. and sort of, like, guides it to its place in the end. So it is like sort of, yes, Robin Williams is what makes Aladdin. Well, yeah, and you said that Will Smith stars in the new Aladdin, so the genie is like almost the central he's, figure. He's like he's the not focal the, point. and But he's not the titular character. That's right. Which is interesting. Yeah. 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 All right, so do you want to run down Aladdin for people that may not have seen it? People have had to have seen this movie. Yeah, everybody has seen this movie at one point. But if you've been stuck in a lamp for 10,000 years... <laughs> and have that crick in your neck. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so it begins in a faraway land, a faraway fictional place right. in the very real Middle East. And it starts with a merchant. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to sell us something. He, he sounds tra- a lot like Robin Williams, too. I didn't notice. (laughs) He's trying to sell us this old oil lamp. Surely this cannot be worth anything. Not not worth it for us. Yeah, but there's a story behind it. There is a story behind this lamp. And a story can make anything seem valuable. (laughs) Sold something on the way here? (laughs) I got ripped off by a merchant and I am pissed. (laughs) Just like taking out all your wooden nickels? God damn it. Freaking merchant. I keep rubbing this lamp. <laughs> but he spins us the tale yes. of Aladdin. He tells us that this lamp is more valuable than what it appears to be, and he's going to explain it all. Which is weird, because Aladdin is one of the 1001 Nights stories of Shahrazad, like telling the king that's going to kill her every morning a story so that he doesn't do that. Very true. So this merchant telling the story, I'm like, come on, you're already... You're already Disneyfying this movie by stealing someone else's story. Right. <laughs> yeah. Good Fucking point. merchant. Classic Disney. <laughs> exactly. But he tells us the story of this street rat, a poor boy named Aladdin. Mm-hmm. He has it rough. He doesn't have any food. He's stealing bread. When the movie opens on him, he's being chased by the palace guards yeah. with this loaf of bread and his faithful monkey companion, Abu. Faithful monkey. <laughs> not like those cheating monkeys. He's not cheating. <laughs> you don't see him hanging out with Frank or Dave. Or Bobo. He's Aladdin's monkey. <laughs> exactly. But he's a good guy. Oh, even before this, I have to mention, we've already seen Jafar. We've right. already seen Jafar, you know, try to get into the Cave of Wonders. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize this when I was, like, a kid. I, I didn't remember it. There's a guy that's murdered in the first three seconds of this movie. Yeah, that's right. Because Jafar sends him into the Cave of Wonders, which is like this giant tiger sort of mouth in the middle of the desert. I hate going to Giant Tiger. (laughs) (laughs) All the treasures are crap. Well, the treasures will only open themselves for a diamond in the rough. Oh, well, maybe I'm not the diamond in the rough then. So that is where Aladdin comes in because Jafar can't get the treasure. He needs somebody who is a diamond in the rough, who is Mm -hmm. special but kind of seems like a piece of shit. (laughs) 
Enter Aladdin. <laughs> yeah, he's stealing everything. They he's call, a thief, a common thief. They call him a one-man crime wave at one point, <laughs> which seems like, I don't know if that's Aladdin. He's just, like, stealing t- to live and living to steal is what he says at some point. Yeah, but you have to think about it. Like, he is running away from these palace guards. He's stolen, like, a demi-baguette. <laughs> Every day he's got to steal another demi baguette. <laughs> That's half a hand. Steal a whole baguette. <laughs> yeah, then like every other day you can take a day off. That's right. You know? But That's smart. This is the thing. Aladdin, he's not just a thief. No. Later, when he's about to enjoy this piece of bread, he notices that there is a hungry family, a mother and her child, mm. just over there. And he's like, <laughs> no, there's two kids. Did you think that, like, the smaller girl was the mother? <laughs> it's because she's so poor, she aged so much in, like, five years. <laughs> the point is, Aladdin gives away his fucking bread blade. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. That's how we know and Aladdin is a nice guy. That makes him a diamond in the rough. One of a kind. He is right. the only dude who would give away that bread. Yeah, well, Robin Hood, well, he steals to give to the poor, too. Aladdin's the only guy. Okay, <laughs> okay fire. So fire. he's something special. He's also a good singer. He's a pretty you know, good singer. That's pretty good. Yeah. But he dreams of, of something greater. His, like, squat looks right. out onto the palace. He has a gorgeous view. <laughs> yeah, it's like the best view in all of Agrabah. Yeah, what do you uh, pay for that? <laughs> <laughs> nothing. He's stealing it, too. There's someone tied up in the back closet. Yeah. Yeah. We also have Jasmine, mm-hmm. who is a princess. And she has her own problems because typical for princesses... She just cannot decide on a suitor, i.e. her dad keeps sending her guys to marry, and she's like, I'm not fucking marrying this guy. Yeah, they're all kind of pricks, though, right? Like the suitors. Yeah. They're all kind of like stuffy, rich assholes, and she wants a street rat. Because <laughs> who doesn't? Well, I think she's just kind of offended at the idea that a man like her father is choosing who she should spend the rest of her life with. I don't... Did you ever... Because there was a, a big article a while back about arranged marriages and marriages by love, mm-hmm. and that they both had the same level of success. Oh. Yeah. So maybe sometimes you, you're like, you're forced to be with someone, and you go, hey, you have a lot of good qualities. Do you feel like you made a mistake having married for love? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if Arya and I were set up and forced to be together. Why didn't my mom just choose someone for me? <laughs> she chooses my clothes. <laughs> How dare you? I picked at least the top half of this ensemble out today. <laughs> Jesus. So, you know, she she might be, like, being forced to be the suitors, but these suitors are also, they're, they're not the greatest people. They're, they're also dicks. getting mauled by tigers. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone in this movie has, like, an animal totem yeah. that's with them all the time. Aladdin has his monkey, which we'll look past the, <laughs> anyway. And then Jasmine has the tiger, and Jafar has the parrot. Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah. I didn't notice that. Everyone has their, their animal. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And the genie has the rug. <laughs> he doesn't even get an animal. He just gets a rug. <laughs> but the rug is animal-like. It's like a dog. Yeah, it is a dog. So, and it's in the Cave of Wonders, right? which we're, we're just about to get to. Yeah. But Jasmine, not wanting to put up with this shit anymore, decides she's going to run away. Right. She doesn't need the trappings of a princess. She is going to find her own life. So she goes out there and, you know, she starts wandering the streets and she doesn't really know how it works. Right. With the whole money and exchange of goods for services. Yeah. Yeah. So she gives away an apple. Mm-hmm. to a hungry child. Probably the same fucking kids that Aladdin gave that bread to. Those kids are making out good in Agrabah. They're fine. They're just going back to their palaces and it's just filled with breads and apples. <laughs> this is like the conservative reading of Aladdin right now. They're yeah. Like, there are millionaire homeless people out there. Don't give them change. <laughs> How dare you? You're not really helping them. <laughs> exactly. You have to change the system. <laughs> it's the sultan who's the bad guy. <laughs> so she doesn't know how to pay. She like doesn't have her debit card on her. Doesn't have and, her debit. And this guy is about to take her hand, not in marriage, but just as a trophy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The traditional punishment for stealing. Mm-hmm. Going to chop off her hand. Exactly. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. That's a, bit, that's a steep punishment Maybe a for fine. Bread. Start with a fine. Start with a fine. <laughs> <laughs> Work your way up. But Aladdin saves her. Yes. And because he's like Gaga over her, 
He's like that. It's it's the it's the teen movie of this movie is is Aladdin just staring at her and Abu just like putting his hand in front of his eyes and being like, well, you know, why won't you notice me? Yeah, you're all about this girl now. Well, part of it might be that he's a good person. He wants to help people. Sure, but he's but, like she's hot, and that's why I'm gonna you know stare at her yeah. while she walks around the town. There is a bit of the good old I've fallen in love with this person that I haven't met or talked to, so we yeah. must be meant to be together. Yeah, love at first sight. Yeah, yeah. dangerous. Well, I mean, toxic masculinity at first sight. <laughs> right. Okay. Dangerous, Blaine. Well, yeah, a little bit. Anyway, so he saves her from being eaten by saying that she's a crazy woman. Yes. Yeah. So there's a little bit more toxic. That was also problematic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But she kind of goes along with it because what else can she do? And then he kind of takes her on a tour of the city a little bit, right? He takes her to the flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Until he gets arrested and she has to go back to the palace. Right. And he gets thrown in a fucking dungeon. That's how you do. Yeah. But in the dungeon, he meets this crazy old man. I love that when in the dungeon, he's like chained up. He's about to be executed. And he's like, oh, I, sh- I shouldn't have like said that to her. Like, I'm such an idiot. Like, You're about to be <laughs> murdered, man. Like, I wouldn't worry about this girl for right now. That's how life is. Oh, that's how Every love is. Every time I'm facing down death, I'm like, oh, why did I say that thing five years ago? <laughs> oh, wow. That's every night before I go to sleep. So <laughs> it's good that you have the death thing. But this old man convinces him to go out into the Cave of Wonders and go to get this lamp. Seems like a better situation than the situation he's in. For sure. Yeah, I'd go for it. Mm -hmm. But he does betray him because this old man is Jafar. Fucking Jafar. And then he gets stuck in the Cave of Magic Wonders, Mm -hmm. but he has the lamp because Abu stole it for him. Right. And this is where... 30 minutes into the movie, we finally meet its star, (laughs) the genie. The blue guy. And thank God for the genie. I know. Really rescues this movie. Well, the movie's fine, but like, it sort of brings it to a whole other level. A whole new world. A whole new world. Yeah. Because Robin Williams is crazy. He's all over the place. And it's nice. It's like, it's really fun. It's just as funny as I remembered it. Yeah. All his stuff. I was laughing along like it was the first time I was watching it. Let's play a clip of that. Wait, wait a minute. I'm your master? That's right. He can be taught. What would you wish of me? The ever impressive. The long contained. But never duplicated. 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 Genie of the Lamp. Right here, direct from the lamp. Right here for your very much wish fulfillment. Thank you. Whoa, whoa. I love all the voices and impressions. That, I mean, that's what Robin Williams was great yeah. at. But there's like 30 impressions in one song. Like for a normal Broadway musical, you would need a cast of <laughs> right. thousands for this. Or one Robin Williams is. Think of all the people that he put out of work. <laughs> well, he put a lot of animators into work. So, <laughs> Well, that's, that's yeah, true. He had a lot of characters to draw for him. But you know the genie deal. <laughs> you have three uh, wishes, right? Three wishes. There are some rules. Right. You can't wish for more wishes. Yeah, it's a clear plot hole that they, they plugged right there. You can't wish for somebody to fall in love with you. Well, why would you, really? No. You know, you have some self-respect. And you can't raise anybody from the dead. Yeah, that's just asking for zombies, which they mentioned in the movie. Yeah. Which is great. But I thought that was almost like setting it up. It felt like it was like Chekhov zombie. <laughs> right. And I kind of remember, like, at the end of the movie, like, I was like, oh, does he have to either raise someone from the dead or free the genie? Like, is that the choice he has? But, yeah, you can't raise anyone from the dead. No. No. No, even though Walt Disney has his head frozen yeah, somewhere. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> <laughs> hoping for it. Walt Disney's still waiting for that third wish. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he does wish because he can't make Princess Jasmine fall in love with him. Right. He just wishes to be a prince. Because right. let's be honest, it's all about money and power. <laughs> yeah, if it was like the real story of Aladdin, he'd go into that cave of wonders and it would have been like an oil well. <laughs> it would have just been like a Saudi prince. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so he enters Agrabah as uh, Prince Ali. Prince Ali, Ali Ababwa. Yeah. As mentioned in the song. Several times. Such a good song. It's a great song. I have had that song stuck in my head since this morning. You've just been like strutting down the street. <laughs> yeah. Prince Ali, na 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 na. 
kind of. Okay, I like it. You know, I like to bring a little bit of music with me into the world. (laughs) Everyone just watching you strut, like, who the fuck is that guy? (laughs) Birds flying around me, putting on my clothes while I sing. (laughs) (laughs) Right, yeah, that's good. But the princess ain't so impressed. No. No, because he's kind of like this, like, he he talks about how many camels he has and peacocks Mm -hmm. he has. He's like the original peacocking is what he's doing. Yeah. Right? If you've read the game. Yeah. I, which I that. haven't. No, I, it's like <laughs> that stupid book about how to pick up women. Yeah. It's awful. No. It's it's like, it's talks back. Anyway, you're supposed to wear like a funny hat or something. I heard. I heard <laughs> That's that he, what Aladdin does. <laughs> he wears that w- turban with the feather. Right, yeah. And then girls are supposed to come up to you in like clubs or whatever and be like, oh, I like your feather. And then you'd be like, what's your number? <laughs> That's how I assume it works. I, well, that does not work for our pal Aladdin. No, no. She hates him just like on site. Yeah. Yeah. And Robin Williams, as the genie, is telling him to be yourself, but he's afraid to be himself because yeah. himself is a street rat. And well, and and we kind of know already that she's in love with the street rat, right? Yeah, like she kind of fell in love with Aladdin a little bit, and yeah. then he was she, she was told he was executed. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I feel that though. <laughs> you've you've been told like maybe you had a summer fling, and you're like, <laughs> ah, she was so nice, and then your mom is like, she was executed. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> That's horrible. What camp did you go to? <laughs> Jesus. But he eventually takes her... On a carpet ride. Yeah. I mean, this is... She's not having any of this guy. She's like, he talks a big talk, he walks a big walk, he has a b- whole bunch of camels. I ain't interested. Right. And then he rolls up in that carpet, and she's <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> it's all about the car, right? Everything changes. <laughs> All of a sudden, you know, one minute ago, she was like, I fucking hate this douchebag. A minute later, she's like flying over Agrabah being like, I'll love you forever. <laughs> That's so not the song that she's singing. <laughs> A whole new world. Come on. <laughs> That's the song. Yeah. I'll love you forever. No, it's because he does that thing where he like he brings his hand out and he goes, you know, do you trust me? And she goes, oh, you're Aladdin. She kind of has that in the back of her head. Like, she kind of falls in love with him again in that moment. I think so. I think that's what they were going for. Well, I also wonder whether or not Jasmine suffers from Lois Lane disease. (laughs) I was thinking about that, too. I would be fucking terrified. There's no seatbelts on that thing. What's the safety regulations? Has it been tested? No, I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about the whole thing where he puts on a different costume and then all of a sudden she can't recognize him. Oh, okay. Like, he's not wearing glasses, but he's just wearing a different hat. It's like an improv character game, like putting on different hats and be like, oh, I don't even recognize him anymore. Where did that man go? Yeah, it's it's a weird song too because it's like really aggressive. <laughs> like there's one point where they're doing singing that duet and and she's like a whole new world and he goes, "Don't you dare close your eyes." <laughs> like, like it, Jafar? It turns into like Clockwork Orange where he's like you have to see everything. Like it's crazy. It's very it's very aggressive. Yeah. Aladdin turns into into an aggro guy. But it works. <laughs> That's the game. <laughs> the game. He's playing it and he's winning. Yeah. Uh, the hats. It's all about the hats. <laughs> but Jafar has meanwhile sort of, he he's doing this hypnotism thing on the Sultan. Yeah. And he sort of made he it. He shows the Sultan his snake. The Sultan <laughs> goes, oh, <laughs> I must do whatever you tell me. <laughs> God. Yeah. And of course, the Sultan, I should mention, is played by the guy who played Santa Claus in Ernest Saves Christmas. Oh, man. That's where I recognize that voice. Yeah. Uh, he's a great voice actor. Great I love this. The Sultan was like my second favorite voice in this in this movie. Sultan's pretty good. Although the, the parrot, parrot's pretty good. Parrot's pretty good, too. Gilbert uh, Gulf. Gilbert. <laughs> I love that he's a bird, so you call him Gilbert Gulfrey. <laughs> <laughs> you had to fit a, a, like a bird in there somewhere. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, but now after having seen the aristocrats, I just picture that parrot oh, saying man. dirty, disgusting things. Horrible things for hours. <laughs> and then it put it. <laughs> <laughs> and the little girl cried. Oh, Jesus. 
How dare you, Gilbert? Why, Gilbert? Why? The aristocrats! <laughs> yeah, he's pretty tame, both as a parrot and as a comedian. Well, luckily they can cut out some of the more filthy stuff. With Robin Williams as well. Yeah, I imagine them together. I don't think they ever really had a scene together in this movie. No, apparently they didn't meet during the making of this movie, but they knew oh, each man. other from before, from yeah, the San Francisco from, comedy scene. Yeah, stand-up and stuff. Yeah. I'm sure they're just, like, filthy together. <laughs> I'm sure they're fucking disgusting. <laughs> but apparently, because a lot of Robin Williams' lines were improvised, yeah. apparently they did a whole bunch of exercises just to generate that material with Robin. So... Like, they... Like instead of saying fuck, say fudge. <laughs> this is a kid's movie, Robin. Well, no, they would, like, bring Robin Williams to, like, a table loaded with objects with a sheet on it, and then they would... <laughs> yes. And then they would have him lift the sheet, and right. then... And he just of... played with the sheet. That's the thing. You get a kid a, a present... Oh, the sheet! Yeah. I'm a ghost, I'm a ghost! <laughs> That's not what you look like right now, Robin. Take the sheet off. <laughs> no. But this is how they generated a lot of his lines and improv. But they did have to leave a lot of it on the cutting room floor, apparently, because yeah. it was not Disney. Yeah, not kosher. Quality. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see all of that. I think that's the better movie. Yeah, it here. should be released posthumously. Yeah, that'd be great. Just like the five hours that he did of nonstop <laughs> improvising. Pencil eraser. <laughs> Help! I'm disappearing. <laughs> yeah, just like the weirdest objects. <laughs> anyway, he's yeah, he's 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 so great and takes this whole thing to a new level. Yeah, it's, it's good to see. But so this is the part where Jafar decides that he is going to marry Jasmine. That's how he's going to get into power right. since his whole Cave of Wonders deal didn't work out. He was like, I was talking to Woody Allen and I got an idea <laughs> that uh, though I'm very, very old, yes. uh, uh, this young girl, I should marry her. Yeah. I, I do like that the Sultan, when Jafar proposes this idea, is yeah. like, aren't you a bit old? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But then he does the whole hypnotizing thing. Oh, yeah. Showing his thing. Yeah. <laughs> The scepter. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Then also, the parrot steals the lamp. Oh, yeah. Well, he, like, kills Aladdin multiple times in this movie. He throws him off into water, and then the genie saves his life. Oh, yeah. Using one of the wishes, so Aladdin only has one wish left. Never fails. You get in the bath, and there's a rub at the lamp. Hello? Al? <gasps> Al! Kid! Step out of it! Oh, you can't cheat on this one. I can't help you unless you make a wish. You have to say, Genie, I want you to save my life. Got it? Okay. Come on, Aladdin! I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> and then he also, when he becomes, like, the big... Uh, He's a he can transform himself into anything anyway, right? Because he's a like a like a what do you call it? a magician that actually can do magic? A, so a, a wizard? A, who Jafar? A sorcerer? Yeah, he's a sorcerer, right? He wishes to be a sorcerer later. He wishes to be like a more powerful sorcerer, but he's already a sorcerer because he turned himself into that old man in the like in the cave when he's like walking around. Well, that's just disguisery. <laughs> disguisery. Yeah. Yeah. I you mean, don't think that Dana Carvey's a sorcerer, do you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't know who Dana Carvey is, but I know who uh, who that old lady from SNL is, and she's fucking good. No, but he like, but he's clearly a different per. Like he has different hair and yeah. he has different teeth. I think he might have like lower level powers because he's just like the Grand Vizier. Is that how they yeah, say it? I guess. So he probably has like some low level powers. Okay, but you know, where he, he can turn himself into anyone else later. That seems like a big power. You're, you're focusing on this. <laughs> I am focusing on this. I'm hypnotized by it. Um, it is pretty impressive. But then he like he wishes to be a, 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 a better wizard. Just practice. <laughs> like just 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 you know that's concentrate his, on it more. That's his tragic flaw right. is that he's a little he, lazy. his lust for power. Yeah. Because you know let's just skip to the end at this sure. point when he has the genie. And he's making all these wishes. He wishes to be uh, the sultan, so the genie rips up Agrabah and puts it on top of a big hill. Yeah. And then he wishes to be a sorcerer mm -hmm. because he'll have even more power, and then he'll be able to, like, 
zap Aladdin and turn yeah. Abu into a sheep or whatever. And then he's like, he puts Jasmine in that clock. Yeah, in the uh, in the hourglass. In the hourglass. Yeah, these are the days of our lives. <laughs> the last days of our lives. <laughs> she, she's about to be murdered by sand. Like yeah. that guy was at the beginning. And then Aladdin convinces him that oh, he's still not powerful enough because in fact the genie is more powerful. Right. And so Jafar he uses his last wish to be turned into a genie. Right. However, he forgets that little catch, the little caveat that is you have to live in a fucking lamp and be somebody's right. slave. Wear two golden bracelets. Get two golden bracelets. Yeah. It's a little tacky. It's a little tacky. Yeah. And he brings the parrot in there with him for some reason when he hates the parrot. They hate each other. And he goes, ah, for all of time, I'll grab you. Misery loves company. He couldn't have grabbed anyone else. Yeah. It's a room full of people. Yeah. Yeah. You know. He, he liked Jasmine a lot. It's only room for a parrot. Come on. It's (laughs) a lamp. All right. All right. So, yeah. And then for his last wish, he could wish to become a prince again. Yep. So he can marry Jasmine because she can only marry a prince. Which I also didn't get because he already wished to be a prince. Doesn't that stick? Isn't that like in in the background he's still prince-like? That is true. Yeah. It seems like that should still exist. Yeah. But – I don't know. He's yeah. not. He's just wearing his street rat clothes, and he's like, "I need that hat for it's her to believe me." Hole. Well, this is the thing. Like when Robin Williams made that wish come true, did he like create a absence in like a kingdom that he's the prince of? Does he have like all this land? <laughs> right. Was there a new yeah. kingdom created? Yeah, he like left like another guy there to like, be <laughs> the prince, and that guy has been murdered by his vizier. I have to assume that this lamp works kind of like a monkey's paw. <laughs> It's like yeah. somebody gets something, somebody gets taken away something. Right, exactly. It always has to like balance <laughs> out. <laughs> That's the monkey's paw. With one pinky up. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, the most English the monkey's, paw. monkey's paw. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then the Sultan has this crazy idea where he's like, oh, right, I make up all the laws, so yeah. I guess I can just change the law that says Jasmine has to marry a prince. And well, then. And I just found this so great because. Aladdin sacrifices his own happiness for the genie because that's his character. He sacrifices himself for other people, and that's how he knew the genie mm-hmm. wanted to be freed and was stuck there, and mm-hmm. that's how he fe- defeated Jafar. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the sultan who always abdicated to the vizier, and now he needed to like become sultan again. And so he was like, yeah, I'm sultan. I'm going to make new rules. So it's everyone's kind of the end of their arc in one little scene. It's a beautiful little thing. Yeah. Except for Jasmine, who's just like, ah, I guess I got this prince now blaine she's a woman <laughs> i mean disney for for all its faults and it's just a fucking mountain of faults disney does have some female characters here and there that have agency and like an arc right for sure and i would say jasmine has a pretty okay arc for a disney movie like right. she does have her own agency quite a lot of it actually sure yeah and her demonstrating her agency is a lot of what causes the friction sure because she's going uh, against the traditional values you know, I'm the gonna, patriarchy <laughs> I'm gonna push back on that because she is like the thing to be rescued by Aladdin at the end that right? is also true and so she does become like the object in the hourglass mm-hmm. the hourglass figure if you will of this movie which every Disney princess has mm-hmm. uh, to begin with and so, she's a little bit sexualized uh, yeah, a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah, she does that, like, ba-boom, ba-boom thing, walking right away from Aladdin in that one part. Ba-boom, ba-boom. <laughs> you also, like, like, what's up with her like, pants? <laughs> her pants, like, it seems like there's a triangle of flesh that goes down to, like, possibly... Oh, I don't like know. an area. An area. Okay. It seems like, I don't know. Uh, uh, <laughs> like, right. in the live action, oh, I don't know. Oh, Never man, mind. you don't even want to know. Like There's you, whole porn companies making this right now. You have to get some waxing, Princess Jasmine, <laughs> if no. you're going to wear those pants. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't force the patriarchy on her. I'm not. How dare you? I mean, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> policing Jasmine's body, okay? <laughs> okay. Okay. The carpet's doing that anyway. <laughs> That's right. Fucking sexist-ass carpet. No, the carpet was kind of fun. I like the carpet and its personality in this movie. Carpet's fun. All right. So that's... That's that's, Aladdin. That's the entirety of Aladdin. But we got more to talk about. I have 
some trivia for you, Blaine. All right. I also have some behind-the-scenes stuff. I will tell you how this movie came together. Oh, wow. Okay. After this break. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome back to Rewatchability. Talking ta- about Aladdin. We are talking about Aladdin. And, Blaine, I have some trivia for you. So Hit me with the trivia. Well, you better watch out because I will hit you hard. <laughs> okay. First question. So this is an easy question. After falling out with Disney over use of his image for promotion for this movie. Yeah, at Disney, man. Jeffrey Katzenberg tried to buy back Robin Williams' goodwill by gifting him a painting by which painter? Oh, man. Picasso? Blaine, that's such a stupid guess. And you're right! (laughs) (laughs) Just giving him a Picasso? Just giving the fucking guy a Picasso! Just dragging out of the vault with all the other Nazi gold Disney uh... has? (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. Robin Williams refused. Oh, that's great. Yeah, because, see, Robin Williams was convinced to do this movie because he wanted to do a cartoon movie for his kids, something that they would like, but he didn't want his image to be used for toys or merchandise or promotion or anything like that. So Disney assured him Mm -hmm. that it wouldn't be. Yeah. But they did not hold up their part of the bargain. So Robin Williams like stonewalled them he refused to do any promotion for it and yeah. he yeah he was pissed off yeah i heard that story on a, a video i say by lindsay ellis on uh, youtube it was really good and she also talked about how maybe we'll link it in our social media how this movie kind of started the whole marketing animated films based on names instead of based on the story of the animated film. Right. So it was like Shrek is Mike Myers and there's a whole bunch of different like, you know, stars that come in to do voice work instead of the voice actors that are so good at it. For sure. I mean, this is like the sort of last movie where there are random people doing random voices. Right. Now you would get a member of uh, SNL or... Right, yeah, one of the Jonas Brothers in there. Yeah, a key or peel. <laughs> one of the keys or the peels. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah. But wasn't... I feel like Fern Gully was also mixed up in this. Am I am I jumping the gun on some of your questions here? Because I think Robin Williams really wanted to do an animated movie, and that was Fern Gully. And he... I think Disney helped Fern Gully get made for him going on to do Aladdin. Yeah, that's Something right. like that. I think that they allowed him to do both because they both came out at the same time. Yeah. They were trying to be really cool about it. Yeah, and he didn't mind Fern Gully using his name because it was uh, the message of the movie was so important mm-hmm. to him. And when and boy, have we learned the message of that movie, right? <laughs> yes. God. So, But the message of Aladdin is like, money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could be a sultan. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You could be assaulting everyone on the streets. Yeah. So that's why in the sequel, Aladdin 2, Return of Jafar, right. the genie is not voiced by Robin Williams. It is, in fact, voiced by Dan Castanella, which uh, is why he the, goes the to genie Aladdin says, a lot. Why, you little? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the genie's always like, don't. <laughs> yes. Smacking his forehead. But he does return, Robin Williams returns, for the third film, Return of Return of Jafar. No, I don't know the title of that one. <laughs> yeah, who knows the title of that one? That's crazy. Was Kassenberg working there anymore? Is that the thing? Like, he left and, and Robin Williams was like, oh, okay, I'll come back because fuck that guy. No, I I think he might have been fired by, well, yeah. no, he might have still right. been him. It might have oh, still okay. been him. Yeah, because he was around at least until Toy Story got off the ground and that mm-hmm. was much later. Because 
he did some Katzenbergian stuff to both of these movies. Like we talked when we talked about Toy Story, how he was like, "Scrap everything and start again." Yeah, your deadline hasn't changed. <laughs> yeah, he did the same thing to me. <laughs> no, he did the same thing to Aladdin. Okay, and that's hard with like animation at all to do that to animation because animators have to work around the clock to, then after that to, that's right to get it off the ground for sure yeah it's a lot of work yeah yeah well this kind of seems like it was a little you know maybe a stepping stone to toy story because it had all that cg in it i would say all it's that definitely, cg some of it some of cg it's definitely a, a, a stepping stone mm-hmm. okay so howard ashman and Alan Menken were collaborators who wrote the first batch of songs for Aladdin and also wrote songs for Beauty and the Beast and The Little Mermaid. But what musical of theirs became a cult favorite adapted into a film by Frank Oz? Whoa. Uh, oh. 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 Yeah, no, I think I know this because one song sounded so familiar. You gotta have a friend like me. Sounded so much like uh, the plant from Little Shop of Horrors. Oh. And so I'm going to, because it was like, you know, because he has that song where he's trying to convince him, like, stick with me, pal, kind of thing. And I, I got a friend like me is the only song in my head, so I can't think of the title of it. But I'm going to go with Little Shop of Horrors. Is that your final answer? Uh, I might have to call it nope. That's my final answer. You would be correct. Boom. Yeah, the Little Shop of Horrors, they wrote the book and score, and uh, Howard Ashman wrote, uh, directed the original stage production, and then it was made into the movie, of course. Yeah. But, That's um, one of my favorite musicals of all time. It's great. It's it's one of the best. Have we ever done? We haven't done no, Little Shop of Horrors. We haven't done. Oh it. man, we got to do that at some point. But Howard but Ashman was yeah. actually the person who originally pitched a musical version of Aladdin to Disney. Oh. So he had this idea. He wrote a whole bunch of songs along with Alan Menken. And at first, Disney didn't want to do it. Yeah. But it was sort of looked over again by somebody else, and then they started developing it at that point. Okay. So they wrote all these songs. They wrote like a, a, a draft, and they were getting it all together. And that's when Katzenberg was like, nah, not feeling it. Ugh, Start again. And he also told them not to worry about sticking to the original vision of Mencken and uh, Ashman. Right. Which is... That's nice. It's doubly nice because Howard Ashman unfortunately passed away in 1991 of AIDS. So during the making of this film, he, he passed away. And it was... Fuck. His, and the guy was like, ah, don't worry about his memory. Let's yeah. just make a movie that's going to make a lot of money. It was his idea. Oh, geez. They would have no Aladdin. That's horrible. There are still three of the songs that they co-wrote together okay. in Aladdin, including Friend Like Me, yeah. which was nominated for uh, Best Song but oh, Lost okay. to A Whole New World. Oh, wow. Which was written by Mencken and Tim Rice. Tim Rice, who came on after to help finish up the lyrics. Right. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that's really a sad story. It's a sad story. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. All right, do you have a, do you have a third question? I have a third question. So, like Howard Ashman wasn't given credit for his idea for making an Aladdin musical, and while Aladdin has over 20 credited writers, who... Jesus Christ. Who, 20 credited writers? Yes. Oh, my God. Who wrote the original Aladdin? Uh, Thousand One Nights. It's, uh... Oh, God. I'm going to look like such a fool. Yes. Uh, I... Do you want to go by them night by night? Night one. <laughs> night one called I Made a Mistake. <laughs> <laughs> There's a thousand one of these fucking things. I know Scheherazade, I know uh, oh, I know that it was translated by some old English guy. Okay. Who, help me out here. I, so the original writer was Anton Yusuf Hamadiyav, who is a Syrian Maronite, who is a devotee of Mark Maron. Okay, great. <laughs> yep. Loves what the fuck. Loves what the fuck. Loves that podcast. But for a long time, Aladdin was thought to be a traditional folk tale, right. much in the way of all the other tales in A Thousand and One Nights. Yeah, that's what I thought, yeah. 
but it was actually only added in the 1700s in the French translation. Ah, oui. And the way that it came there is pretty interesting. So this guy, this Syrian fella, mm-hmm. he was, you know, hanging out in Syria, which was right. occupied by the French. Right. And uh, <laughs> Jesus, Syrians <laughs> had a great history, just being fucking occupied. Or some sort of colonial thing. Anyway, yeah. the he ended up meeting this guy, who I think his name was Paul Lucas, who had been sent there by the king. Right. And Paul Lucas said, hey, maybe if you come back to France, you can get a job in the library. So he's like, yeah, who wouldn't want to work in a library? It's right, quiet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And lots it, to read. All the books you want. Yeah. yeah. So he goes to France. He meets Louis Coutures. Okay. The big one. <laughs> okay, great. You know, and he's living the life. And while he's there, he meets this guy named Antoine Gallard, who is doing the French translation of A Thousand and One Nights. Okay. So Gallard... Gallard, he just decides to add a bunch of the stories. It's, it's, it's just the worst. We're being the worst Canadians right now. Gallard. It's like Guillard, isn't it? Like Guillard. I don't fucking care. This guy stole a bunch of stories from this Syrian dude. Okay, okay. Fuck him, man. All right, Gillard. <laughs> he, he took this guy's stories and added them to the A Thousand and One Nights, feeling that they were of similar feeling. Right. And then... Did not credit Diev, and yeah. then they only found out about it after because he had written in his journal that the guy had told him these stories on this occasion. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. So he kind of edited himself on that. Yeah, that's right. And then for a long time, that was the only information that they had about him until later they found a autobiography by the guy in the Vatican Library. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's a that's a really interesting story. It's a really interesting story. So it was never part of like the Scheherazade's tale. It was never a folk tale in that part of the it world. It was once the French guy wrote it in there. <laughs> it was a Syrian story from a guy that like actually wrote it. Yeah, Instead and of something that like kind of got shaped by many voices. It was one person's vision. Absolutely, and huh. it was apparently very autobiographical. Oh, he was a street rat. He was a street rat. Man. But there are some differences between the traditional tale and the movie. Okay. I don't know if you remember the traditional tale of Aladdin. There are some similarities. There is an evil magician who needs some street rat's help to get this lamp. He does trap him in the cave. Mm. But there's actually two genies in the original Aladdin. Oh. That's right. Double the genie. (laughs) The first genie comes from this... Robin Williams, and the second genie is Will Smith. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. (laughs) The second lesser genie. (laughs) Exactly. There's a genie that comes from a ring, which has... Yeah, which is a lesser genie and has lesser magical powers. Right. And then there's the genie from the lamp. So, in the end, the sorcerer gets the genie from the lamp, but Aladdin can still use the genie from the ring to sort of trickily beat... The sorcerer. Yeah. It feels like a, a child's imagination of powers and where they come from. Like they got a ring pop or something. They're like, this has a genie in it. Mm. Using it. Mm-hmm. There's there's another change that I thought was interesting. In the original, in the movie, the princess's name is Jasmine. <laughs> but in <laughs> the original, her name is Badrabulabar. <laughs> I don't think I'm pronouncing that right. I don't. I don't think anyone wants to be credited by us because we don't pronounce anyone's name right. It made you made it sound like a boulevard. It made it sound like a street. It's a long name and bad you know, boulevard. I'm sure it means something you know very yeah. beautiful or nice in the original Syrian. Yeah, but uh, they just sort of like whitewash that name. Yeah. Well, speaking of whitewashing. <laughs> Yeah, this whole movie does. There are some controversies about this movie, Blaine. Yeah? Did you know that uh, this movie is kind of racist? (laughs) (laughs) I knew that it was Disney, and so I assumed it was racist. You assumed it was racist, and you would be correct. Right. Yeah, the Blue Men from the Blue Men group are very upset about this movie. Very upset. Yeah, I have heard that. There are some controversies. One of the things that was controversial was... The original lyric in the opening song had to be changed post-release because people were upset. What, what was the original lyric? Well, the original lyric sort of connected violent punishment to the people of the Middle East. It was like, 
they'll cut off your ears if they don't like your face. It's barbaric, but hey, it's home. And it, <laughs> yeah, that's so mean. Mm-hmm. And Jesus. people did not like that. No, I can understand why. So they changed it to it's really, really hot, and it's so hot it's barbaric. But hey, it's home. Okay. You can sort of hear it if you listen to it over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> like you did to drive yourself crazy. Yeah. I listened to it all night. There are some other criticisms where the main characters, Aladdin, Jasmine, even the Sultan, mm-hmm. are said to have characteristics which are more Caucasian. Yeah. So... They they have like white person facial features, or right. they they seem whitish. They seem lighter <laughs> than other people in right. this film. Whereas the secondary characters and the bad guy have what might be called an ethnic look to them. Right. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah. That's a little weird. Well, I was kind of looking at it uh, a bit, and I remember them talking about how they animated Hercules, uh, the the Disney movie Hercules, and how they tried to use the architecture of the time to create the characters. Mm -hmm. And so it was a lot of, like, triangles and columns and... They did uh, that with this, too. Yeah, but, like, yeah, and so that's kind of what I was noticing. Aladdin's shaped like a butt plug. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, if that wasn't the first His lyric, pants are the base. If that, if that wasn't the first lyric they took out, <laughs> but plugs originated here. But hey, it's home. No, they, uh, but like it was, it was a lot of like the Sultan's hat and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that it was shaped like the the buildings and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I was noticing that, but it was uh, more like stuff like a lot of the characters that have like hooked noses or yeah. like angry looking eyebrows. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. hard not to see. It's hard not to see. Yeah, it's it's not a great it's not a great animation job by Disney in terms of not being racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there's also like some like sexual stuff in it, isn't there? Like the, the clouds form a penis at one point, something like that. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of rumors about Disney, and it's hard to separate the real Easter eggs, right? Like the penis in the mermaid's castle. I think that's the one you're thinking of. Oh, right. This one is like cloud spelling sex or something, right? Yeah, cloud spelling sex. Yeah. The other one that Aladdin is famous for is that when, at one point, the tiger is roughing up Aladdin. Right. And he says something like, go kitty, try something else or something. Right. But people in the early 90s heard it as, teenagers, take off your clothes. (laughs) (laughs) So how's our little bow doing? That's like a Laurel Yanny thing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You hear, go kitty, I hear, take off my clothes. It was just like a bit of confusion, Blaine. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know what? We'll just both hear what we want to hear and do what we hear, okay? Um, yeah, that's that's weird. But that's like the, those are all the rumors that like the Disney animators get bored on their jobs and so put sexual things into the kids' movie like they're Tyler Durden or something. Yeah. yeah. And now I know that they have no free time to do <laughs> any of that. They're just like working so hard so they don't get fired and have to go home to their family and say, oh, "I got fired off Aladdin because of Katzenberger." Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel bad like now. Those people have to work on that Sonic movie. <laughs> <laughs> the Sonic thing was so funny. That's so funny to me. It's hilarious. It looks so horrible. It really did look so horrible. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why anyone didn't stop them anywhere along the line. But I think it's one of those expectation things. You can't actually expect it to look like how it would look like in your mind and anything that you see is going to not be able to live up to that image. They were making like a movie from a video game. They had a lot of like source material to pull (laughs) that character from. They made him look like a a small dude in a suit. 
Like, it was really weird. Yes, I, I'm hearing what you're saying. But this is, to segue it back to Aladdin, what I'm thinking of is poor Will Smith as the genie. Oh, yeah. They had to, like, de-blue him and stuff. They had to de-blue him. Nobody yeah. likes that. No, no. Especially not Buster Bluth. But it looked bad, yes. But was it ever going to look good? How is it supposed to look good? We already have a genie that we know and love in our minds, and it's Robin Williams. I can't believe that Will Smith took that role. Like, I cannot believe that anyone took that role. I I think I understand why Will Smith took that role, because Will Smith thinks he's fucking awesome. And uh, and he's like, oh, I can fucking do that. I'm Will Smith. And so I think that might be why the movie will be pulled off, because he thought he could do the impossible. And just the sheer gall of him to think that might help him pull it off. Mm -hmm. But it's like one of the most iconic roles it's like uh who played the latest joker not joaquin phoenix but the guy before him oh uh fucking yeah bloop de blue jared leto jared leto <laughs> yeah it's like i don't know why you took that role jared like uh, th- as an actor i would just be like nope not doing it yeah everyone's gonna uh, there's an elephant in the room and it takes up the entire room and i'm not gonna be compared to that elephant but that's that's the curse. Like, right. when Heath Ledger took on the Joker, nobody thought that he could do as good a job as Jack Nicholson. Right. And then he showed everybody, and he made it his own and made it the character. That's that, true. You know. And so Jared Leto believed that he could do that because Jared Leto loves himself. <laughs> It's, Whereas, it's cool to love yourself. You shouldn't. <laughs> it's fine to love you yourself. You can love yourself. Like, love yourself. But don't, don't love yourself. Yeah, love yourself, but don't send dead rats to people. Yeah. 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 That's a good lesson. In, unless it's like for science. <laughs> sure. Like if you're sending them to a lab. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, like the CDC, because you're like, why did my rat die? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> but. The genie's like the same sort of situation, but I I don't really picture Will Smith as being the same sort of having the same sort of confidence that Jared Leto does. Will Smith does have a certain confidence. I mean, he used to back when he was knocking oh, out hits. You think that like because all his movies? I, th- I think I read a stat the other day that every movie uh, since his last golden one has been rated below seventy percent. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, even, like, Suicide Squad, yeah. which we were just talking about, they replaced him in the next one. They're casting another dude in his part. Yeah. Like, Will Smith is just not, he's not yeah. at the peak of his career right now. He needs he needs a hit. He needs something to, like, pull him out of his slump. We, we used to love him. We're still rooting for him, like we've said on the podcast in the past. Mm-hmm. I hope that his genie is brilliant. I hope that he brings his own style to it and he does something great with it. It just doesn't seem fucking likely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't seem likely. Are you going to see the new movie? Are, are you? Have you seen the live-action Disney movies before? The only one that I've seen is The Jungle Book, which I liked more than I thought I would. Yeah. I think I'm sort of interested in seeing the new Aladdin because it is directed by Guy Ritchie, which I think is an interesting choice. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Madonna. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the heist scenes with Aladdin is going to be really great. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And all that, <laughs> all that cockney rhyming swearing he's going to do. But I don't really see how he would connect to the material in other ways. Yeah. No. But, you know, I think it's one of those things where it can't be bad. At worst, it can just be kind of boring. Like, I'm sure that there's too much – there's too many – too many people overseeing it for it to be bad. And plus, they already did it once the first time. This is essentially like a cover song, you know? Oh, I hate – I hate that Disney is doing this. I know it's for a new generation that they want to fall in love with their movies and they want to keep their – brand obviously because the mouse is so fucking crafty but i just i just hate disney and i don't want to see any of their movies i have a quiz for you another trivia question okay what is the only voice brought back from aladdin to the new aladdin and which three characters whoa damn damn i <laughs> damn dude totally uh, you know what me. you're not gonna get i'm it. not gonna get it it's frank welker okay and you know what Three characters he plays in both films. From the grape juice. From the grape juice. Yeah. Abu. Okay. The carpet. <laughs> and the cave of wonders. 
<laughs> wow, from a boot of the Cave of Wonders, that's that's vocal range yeah, right there. That's, that's right. pretty Falsetto, good. Falsetto, yeah. Cave. <laughs> cave has to be bassy, right? It's pretty bassy. Yeah, all right. Yeah. So, did you think this movie was rewatchable, Rob? Yes, I did. I don't know if it has the same sort of heights of excitement. It doesn't bring me to the same place as it did before. It does feel like a little bit polished to me. I wish it was a little bit more rough around the edges almost. Right. But the songs are really good. Yeah. And the performance by Robin Williams is amazing. Yeah. Everybody else sounds awful. (laughs) I kind of can't take the voice who plays Aladdin or the voices who play Jasmine. Oh, yeah, because everybody else is using, like, Middle Eastern accents. Right, And they're not doing anything but trying to sound like the white people that they are. Right, they're Kevin Costnering it. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like, I don't do accents. And, of course, the voice of Aladdin in the original Aladdin was played by one of the boyfriends in Full House. Oh, right. Remember we talked about that when we did the Disney specials? Right, yes. Because... He played Aladdin at the Walt Disney theme park in that episode of Full House. So right. it was like meta. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel the same way as you. I think that like – I think the story is so good and the writing of this is like Pixar-level writing. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's really well-crafted. But yeah, the voices kind of suck at times. And though Robin Williams is unimpeachable in this – movie i fucking hate disney so much that it makes me not want to i was uh playing i was you okay i was um i was trying to find the movie on netflix uh or crave or you know all the canadian uh, gotta dig out that clamshell blaine but then i was uh, my wife was like why are you looking for it and i was like oh because i you know i want to see if it's i can get it legally first you're right i'm just gonna download it fuck disney fuck them yeah Come on. Yeah, get ready for the subpoena. <laughs> yeah, it's going to come. They're gonna, they're gonna, I'm going to be in, in a jail. You can't just ignore this like you're one of the president's <laughs> executive team. Yeah, exactly. Now, I'm just not going to show up to, yeah. to, to court. It's just not gonna, anyway, I think it's a very rewatchable movie. I think it's a great movie. I think it's a rewatchable movie. I was laughing all along with it. I think there are some things that I think will be better about the new movie. Like yeah. one thing, which is good in a very basic way is that they have cast not white people as all of the roles <laughs> have these uh, middle eastern people be low bar middle eastern yeah. more or less yeah. though it is a little bit controversial because they had a real hard time casting and the person who plays jasmine isn't specifically from the middle east right so there were some questions of whether or not there was colorism in there but disney has sort of reason that they wanted to place agrabah which is a fictional place somewhere on the silk road route and <laughs> this woman is from somewhere on the silk road route <laughs> I thought for a second you were going to say, like, people were like up in arms about it and protesting about it, and then Disney just threw them all in jail. So they really, they really quelled that early. Yeah, I mean, it is a made-up story. Uh, it, it's a Syrian story now, now that I know that. So, yeah, it is kind of like a mishmash of a bunch of Middle Eastern tropes. One thing as well that they're doing better, which I thought is notable – Though also, like, in the very basic, like, yeah, we should have done this the first time. Right. Is that at the end of the movie where the sultan is like, oh, right, I'm the sultan. I can just change the law so that you can marry Jasmine and then the lad, you can be the sultan later on. Instead, he's like, oh, Jasmine, you can be the sultan. (laughs) And then you can change the laws. Spoiler, man. Oh, shit. You just ruined the end of of Aladdin for me? I ruined the end of a movie that is 17 years old. More than that. It's 27 years old. All right, fine. So... Spoiler alert. I don't know. I thought that was, like, you know, they're trying to do better. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. You know. Yeah, because she's going to be ruler. Yeah, I mean, still, like, seems like a pretty shitty city that the sultan's <laughs> ruling over where they cut off people's hands and yeah. you know execute street rats and you know so maybe the problem is the power at the top trouble's coming from there yeah they don't ever address that eh it's just like oh now we're now we can rule over this land where children are having to steal apples to survive mm. but don't worry we have this palace where we cage birds 
Yes. Fuck. And nothing changed. <laughs> God, get Bernie Sanders in there, man. <laughs> that's right. You know, this is this palace has to change. Well, you know? I see. That's part of the reason why I was sort of rooting for Aladdin at the beginning because yeah. I thought, you know, maybe he was going to revolution this shit. You know, oh, take yeah. down the Sultan. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. Exactly. But, yeah. Let's let's uh, distribute some wealth here. Let's have some taxes. That's the problem. You know, I, you get a poor person and give them any power. Suddenly, they just they love the power. Stop the conservative talking points. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, that's rewatchability for this week. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe yeah. and rate us. We're on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. You get a T-shirt, T Public. Yeah, that's right. And uh, those are all the things. Yeah, that's everywhere you can find us. Yeah, we're not a diamond in the rough. You can find us anywhere. Yeah, right there. And uh, we'll be back next week. Yeah, to talk to you about another story. 